right. Okay, guys. Hey, we are Fred and Andressa, and this is your Methodology Monday. Welcome for one more live video. Hope you guys had a great start of the week, that you guys had a great Monday. I love Mondays. Most people don't, but I really like it because I adore anything that has this energy of new beginning, of renovation, of starting new. So Mondays, New Year's, I love those things. We are going to talk about different, <laughs> different classes for different audience. So uh, those classes that you have to give when you go and give a tryout class or you are yeah. introducing Brazilian Zook to a new crowd. So you had the opportunity to showcase this dance that we love so much to make, maybe get some new enthusiasts. So how to prepare those classes, how to balance out what you teach in a way that people will have fun and we're still gonna get some information. So, and this was a suggestion actually from one of you guys from Hoi Pong. Uh, I'm sorry if I didn't pronounce her yeah. name right. <laughs> But yeah, we try, we try, we try. Yeah. So yeah, let's get started. Yeah, I think a good thing to to understand about this is this topic is that I think sometimes we need to think about like, for example, let's say that you have a product and someone is ordering this product for a certain crowd, okay? And then this crowd is the is the is the crowd that you need to to give this um this deliver this order specifically for that taste. So it, it varies a lot. There are a lot of ways to do it, okay? But we're gonna divide it to make it easier, okay? So you can get the idea because that's the main point. So we're gonna divide it between people that dance, you know, when the crowd is a crowd of people that already dance, that go for social dancing or have some dancing background, it's in touch somehow with dance. And the crowd that uh, it's made from non-dancing people, they are like friends of friends that don't dance and maybe you would like them to start dancing or doing something as a hobby or whatever. So we have the, this crowd of people that dance and the people that don't dance. So in this situation, we have two different orders to deliver two different products, right? So we're going to just make this parallel with the product so you can get the point. Okay, so we let's talk about the differences a little bit, right? Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah. Uh, let's start with uh, the preparing those, cl those classes for people who, who already dance. So, and let's focus a little bit more on people who already social dance yeah. because it makes things easier in a few ways, right? So, people who already social dance, they they dance kizomba, salsa, bachata, uh, West Coast swing, whatever it is, they are already used to dancing with another person. Yeah. So this is a barrier that you already have out of your way. They are already used to dancing itself. So the movement is not something that is completely strange for them. So we already have those things in our favor, right? So the level of intimidation and discomfort is gonna be way, way lower. So is it is an environment that people are already used to. They are already used to dance classes. They are used to couple dance classes. So we have that in our favor. So they are familiar with these mechanics in general, how a dance class works, the rotation of partners, uh, rhythm, uh, Latin yeah. rhythms, you know. It's so, like the ice is broken, right? So, exactly. Yeah, they don't have the same barriers that the other people will do. Um, all these touching thing, proximity, um, they don't, the whole dance environment itself, it's not a threatening environment because they are somehow familiar with everything. 
although they are not familiar with that specific new dance that is going to be presented. Exactly. So it's as if you were introducing something new to their menu, but they are already used to uh, going to that restaurant, let's say, yeah, you know, so we're right. just going to present them with one more option, one more opportunity for them to dance and to have fun. So uh, they tend, those people, they tend to learn faster, but sometimes their dance background is so strong that this also may take a little while to uh, break a little bit of the strong body uh, placements and positions and the way of move in that their body that already come from this background. So we should not worry about that in the introdu introduction class, right? This will come with time. Yeah. And uh, they may learn uh, faster, like at least those basics that you're going to present for them. Yeah, you have already a lot of things there on your favor in this sense because you don't need to go super basic because they kind of are familiar with basics from dances, although they are different. But you have very short time to do a lot of things and you need to give them the taste of the dance. So if you get too much on this, then you're going to spend too much time on something that won't deliver this taste, this feeling of like, how is this dance? Right, so you have this on your favor, so you can go a little bit past of it, and then work with the basic the way they have already, and carry on a little bit to get for the taste. Yeah. You know, one thing that is very interesting is that we need to uh, bring accessibility to these people. So we have to show them that this new dance is something accessible that they can learn, but at the same time, we can already introduce uh, like an extra level of challenge yeah. and also to show them why is this different? Why should this uh, try this dance as well? Because they already have those other dances that they like. Yeah. So it's nice that you show those things that you really love the most about this dance that you dance, right? Because it's like, uh, or pick and choose things in the basics that really showcase those aspects that you think that's going to make the difference for them. Like, why is this different from salsa, from bachata? So why should they come and try Brazilians look more often and dance Brazilians look more often, right? So yeah. this is the challenge in this case, uh, to show them that they should also dance these other dance yeah right. they need to remember that if for example if you are with a crowd that they already dance salsa or they dance kizomba or they are into bachata and you want them just to get interested in suzuki you need to remember that they are passionate about the dance they are doing at the moment so then if you become too passionate passionate to your own dance to present them and do a lot of things super technical super advanced super everything they get, they get the feeling, or they may get the feeling that, okay, they need to spend some time to do that. And then when they put in the balance to like, okay, how I'm going to spend my time, they're going to choose to what they're doing. They're going to choose to spend their time to improving what they chose, not in this new thing. But if it's something that, okay, they feel that, all right, this is nice, it's different, and there are some challenges that may be interesting in the journey. So... I'm getting interested to know more. So then it's going to come in the spare time, you know, like when they are not dancing the dance they chose in the first place, they're going to try out that one, see a little bit more, come to visit some socials, then come to the class. Then afterwards, they may get like very passionate about it and then maybe spend even more time in this one than the one they were dancing before. But they, they cannot have this impression of, 
okay, this is going to be very time consuming and I already have a lot of goals in my dance here. So I don't want to know about it, you know? So you need to bring the accessibility so they get the feeling, but you need to bring a little bit of the challenge of like, okay, you need to dedicate a little bit more to feel it, but you need to measure this very well. Yeah, so accessibility, but enough techniques so they feel that they need to invest also some time yeah. uh, to learn it properly, right? So uh, they need to feel the stimulus. What we are trying to say is that they, they need to feel stimulated to come and try and to have this as a new goal, right? And sometimes this can be many things. Sometimes it doesn't depend on the dance only or in the class that you're gonna give the music tells a lot about this how much yeah. they are going to identify or enjoy the music that you you use the crowd the people that uh, are involved in that community is also something that is going to define a lot if someone is going to come and stay or not so we have this uh, um, task to show the dance to introduce that dance but also are those variables that uh, it's gonna tell a lot if someone's gonna come and stay or if they're gonna feel that, okay, that's not, not for me, it's not my crowd, it's not my yeah. type of music or and things like that. Guys, one thing that me and Freddie we talk about a lot is that it's really hard when you are already very good at something and we are talking here about maybe you are presenting Zook for people who have been dancing social dances for years and yeah, years. Yeah, a long time. It's hard for us psychologically uh, to be a beginner again in something sometimes especially if you think like that you have a higher level in those other dances put yourself as a beginner again some people love that uh, they have some personality that love that I really enjoy that I love being yeah. a beginner uh, in things that I have never done before but some people generally feel, it's not like that yeah, yeah it's you some people although they dance they may feel uncomfortable because they are already so good they are dancers that they are like sought after on the dance floor in their dance yeah. the dance that they already dance that this is a barrier also that we have to try and break so that's when the accessibility comes in handy because they will uh, at the same time that they will feel that they are already dancing a little bit of brazilian zook with their accessibility they will feel that okay but i have ready to go to class also if i want to do these or that more advanced and cool stuff. Right? Yeah, for, for a lot, for most of people, they feel like starting over. Although they are starting something new, but the feeling of like, okay, I'm the, the one that everybody goes after on the dance floor, being a leader or a follower, whatever, they are now in a way that they are nobody. And then they need to start over. So it is a challenge for so, a lot of people. Yeah, so that's also when... Uh, both the balance between accessibility and challenge comes comes in and also the environment so if you have a very cool very nice class a class that is like a people who identify with you and also you have an, a nice crowd a welcoming community so that's why also it's important to take care of your yeah. community we're gonna get to that a little bit later here so this so also people feel that okay i want to stay here i want to spend more time with these people i want to spend more time listening to this music so all of this come into play right? and of course like uh, different than what we were saying in the other in the, in the last live we made about the the classes for the events and everything where we said that okay we are going to prioritize some 
concept and then use the movements around it to work on that concept. Like in a class like this, you can do that too, but in a, in a crowd that, that is made with people that dance already, you can get some concepts that work for other dances as well and work around this. But they may need to see like, okay, show me something cool from this dance. You know, like that's what I want to see. Show me some movement, something nice that makes me feel like, okay, I want to learn that dance. So then you need to find the balance that suits, like to work. It's, you're not going to build the, the class the same way because you're not with the crowd that came for this. Like they're already in this. It's a crowd that's curious about it. So you need to work in the curiosity, you know, and then bring it even stronger. So then this curiosity lead them to take the class and keep studying. So you're going to bring this concept around uh, in the class. You're going to work around this because it's something it is going to be useful for them, even to the dance they are doing at the moment. But you need to try to use something nice uh, with a flexibility, but also a little bit of challenge. So they feel like, okay, this movement is cool. It uses the concept I kind of familiar uh, with and also it's um, it can get much better if I train because it requires some time so if I really train I will be able to do this super smoothly or super nice or super fast super sharp depending on the on what you chose to do so these are like I think the parameters like that you need to fill in this class because usually you have 50 minutes sometimes to do something like this in a tryout class or sometimes even less if it's a it's a class prior to a party. Sometimes it's 30 minutes and it's like straight to the point, you know? Yeah. And make sure that they leave the class being able to dance a little bit uh, of the dance. So they remain in the Brazilian Zouk dance floor if they have one. Yeah. Right? Or at least they want to keep trying after the class finishes. So this is something nice to do. They already have something to dance Brazilian Zouk. And since it's a crowd of people, they already dance. When it comes to the time to showcase, so you're going to do your demo, uh, either at the end of the class, in the middle of the party, whatever it is, you can bring a little bit of a higher level demo, right? So you can go spin on axis, counterbalance, yeah. all the things that showcase are really cool all the nice about stuff. Brazilian Zoom. <laughs> you can uh, explore that because as they are already used, maybe to watch dance performances, yeah. dance demonstrations and things like this. So they tend to feel more motivated than intimidated yeah. by the cool stuff. The challenges that they didn't feel in the class, because of course you, you wouldn't be able to bring it to them, they are going to see the challenges in the, in the demo. They are going to feel like, oh my God, this is so cool. This is so nice. I want to do that. Now they have the motivation and all these stimulus that they need to go for a class and start studying it because they saw a bigger picture of the whole thing. Of the the dance you know so now uh as they are familiar with watching performances in the dances they are in um stu studying from videos and other things it's good then it's the time like then you really can bring it to the challenge to them of course they you still show all the access accessible things that you did in the class so they they identify all those things and then take it to another level so you really make the bridge you see, you, you make them feel what you did in the class and what they did themselves and then take all of those things to a much higher level so they feel like where to go. Yeah. Then it's gonna be, it's gonna be a, a nice recipe, you know. Of course, guys, the, everything we are saying here, it's based on our experiences in building these uh, communities like already in three different countries. And 
Of course, that they are things that may be a little bit different here and there, depending on the crowd, depending on the place, depending on the purposes. As we said in the beginning, we are just dividing between people that dance and people that don't. Okay. Yes, so let's jump ahead and go to the tryout classes for people that don't dance. Those people are not familiar with the mechanics of dancing. Yeah. They have no clue of how a dance class works, especially a dance class where you dance with other people. <laughs> so let's imagine this scenario, right? So you have a company party and someone at for you to give a class for the entertainment of those people. Both of those people in this company party, those are also potential clients for your yeah. dance studio, for your class, and uh, potential members of your community. Yeah, potential new students. Exactly. And they are completely uncomfortable with the environment already because it's something completely out of their comfortable zone. It's something new. It's something that they will need to expose themselves and they are going to have to expose themselves in front of the other ones, in front of colleagues, in front of people that know them or, I don't know, like maybe... Family friends. Family friends or sometimes even in, uh, in, in, among people that don't know them. But they're gonna, there will be exposure, you know, for, in something that they are not familiar with and they don't know. So everything is not working in favor to the crowd. But they had the courage and they, they were willing to try so this is good, this is positive. That's where we're gonna hook them from, okay? And then, uh, of course, as they are not familiar, they, they are a little bit, you know, scared about what's gonna, ha what's gonna come. We need to try to keep the entertaining and fun atmosphere the whole time, bringing as much accessibility as we can, because this is the main point in this class, accessibility, entertainment, and comfort because they need to feel they are having a good time above all like no matter what happened this is what this is what they need to feel that's actually what they are yeah. going to remember after and yeah. that's what's gonna make them look for your uh for your classes after like they felt good they had a good time yeah so they are not necessarily gonna, gonna come for a second time because they immediately fell in love with the yeah. dance although this can happen right but if they're looking for a hobby they are probably just gonna uh first rely on what they felt while yeah. practicing that hobby right so this is something that also is good to have in mind so accessibility here is key right so don't think about showing them like uh, cool stuff yeah. and things that are they are going to take a, a hard time trying to understand because they probably are going to feel insecure and then it's not going to be a good experience that they will associate with the dance. Yeah, that's it, guys. I think the, the main point for the, the non-dancing people, you know, when you have the crowd that's unfamiliar with everything, is that you, they, in the end of everything, they are going to feel like, okay, it's a nice dance. I didn't get everything very well. Actually, I was like stepping more offbeat, off everything than, than anything else. But it was super cool. I laughed so much. You know, I had a good time. The, every time we were changing partner, we were laughing at making fun of all those mistakes and all those stuff. It was super cool. People were super nice. All these things, yeah, all these things are going, are going to make the difference in the end. 
Yeah, the interaction of people is something that we have to pay attention to. It has to be something that is light and fun and entertaining because this sometimes is one of the biggest challenge for people who have never danced before. They are not only going to dance, but they are going to dance with another person. Yeah. So it has to be much more about how they are going to interact than actually like really focus on a connection and uh, really like technique with frame and at that point right so of course we're gonna teach some key basic movements again so they are able to um, dance a little bit afterwards if they have some time to practice and dance and have fun and really get to know a little bit of this like uh, like say free sample of yeah. the class of the dance but um, also that they have a good time together, right? So they don't get afraid of coming to a social dance uh, environment, right? So this is something that is very important, but we have to be careful with another thing while trying to create this in, um, environment is that if being funny is not something that comes natural to you, don't, don't. try to hide. Don't. Okay? Because what happens? It's important that people will have fun but you don't have to necessarily to be funny, funny. Yeah. right? It's like you are an entertainer, but through the dance, you are not a stand-up comedy artist that went there to make people laugh, you know? So of course that there are some teachers that they have this really naturally, they take the joke like really quickly, they are good in improvising this and doing this kind of stuff, which is really good because it helps a lot. But you don't have to be like this to succeed in that as well. So the fun idea is that it's a relaxing atmosphere. Everybody feels comfortable to speak, to say, to do some, to, to make some jokes in the way. You know, always there are those guys or those girls that speak a little bit louder and they make some fun, you know, and they, they make joke with the colleague. And then you just like fit this a little bit, you know, in a nice way. But you yourself don't need to be the funny guy in, in, in the crowd, you know, or doing something like this especially if, if it's not something natural from you because then it, it feels a little bit like pushy yeah. and it feels that people start noticing that you are trying to be funny but you are not being really funny and then the whole focus of the class changes you know yeah so what helps a lot and what works really well for this to create this fun and entertaining and still like technical atmosphere is that if you have some dynamic exercises up your sleeve so things that you can put them in a circle things that you can really make them like you know yeah. interact the, the simple high five is already an interaction that makes them touch each other yes. you know like and and interact and then you can work with something nice cool stuff when doing this changing partners you yeah. know so dynamic exercises working really well and also it's good to keep the high energy in the class so it helps also if you go around and uh, try a few times with people who are in the class so do the movement with the students dance with them a little bit during the class you don't need to do the full class yeah. in the circle like going around but once twice uh, three times it's good also because then you keep the energy going and you also interact with yeah. people so you present yourself as approachable as well 
Also observe, always observe the crowd, you know, like it's nice when you observe and see the class you are running because you all, you can always see those more extrovert people and you can see the really introvert ones and then of course you can get a moment and then show the movement with uh, one, for example, if you are the male teacher, you can get one of the girls, they are very extrovert, they are like already all over the place, talking a lot, making a lot of fun and then, you know, like show maybe the movement a little bit with girls in something, you know, that People are gonna gonna uh, uh, say like, yeah, let's see now, go girl, yeah, we are with you. So you bring some something like this because if you get the wrong person, you get an introvert, and then the person feels even more comfortable, and then now it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's really now uh, it's, uh, terrified because you brought the person to the middle of the circle, and now everybody's staring at her, and then now maybe you're ruining everything. So the same thing if it, if you were a female teacher, and then. You can get one of those guys there look more confident and then try to like, yeah, do it with me now. See, like, show the guys. That's it. And then even if make the mistake, the guy made them a lot of mistakes on the way, but you encourage because like the little things you got that he got right or he got to the end of the movement, you can, you know, like empower that thing. You said, yeah, that's it, man. You got the way. You got the way. That's it. A little bit of practice here and there and we're going to make it. So then you can interact a little bit to try to keep the energy going and the energy flow. Because if you feel that the energy is dropping, 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 then it's hard to keep this as an entertainment feeling like, you know, in the class. Yeah, guys. So, but again, observe your crowd. Observe. See if your crowd is up to this yeah. participation. There are yeah. some classes that we don't do this at all. Not at all. Because we feel that like the majority of people there, we're going to... They are going to be really uncomfortable with say, oh, yeah. come here and show. Yeah. Okay, so the um, capacity of observing your crowd, observing the group of people that you have there to work is something that is going to be super important for you as a, teach as a teacher in, this, in these situations and in other situations as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. Right? So, it's the time to showcase the dance. So, when it comes the time to do your demonstration, you want to keep it simple. Yeah, that's a completely different story now. Right, because what happens is that sometimes people can get intimidated. They can look and think it's beautiful, fall in love, think that is the most uh, entertaining thing that they have ever seen, that you guys are great, that you have awesome skills as dancer. Then comes the thoughts. But that it's not for them. Nah, not for me. Uh, if I was younger, maybe I would try this. Uh, yeah, if I had if I had the chance to start this like 20 years ago, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm then, not fit enough to yeah. do those things. Oh, I would never do a head movement like that, like shaking my head yeah. and my hair. Or like I would never be that sexy or I would never be that energetic. So we have again, also in this case during the demonstration, try to keep it simple, right? So you're going to show the cool, again, the nice aspects of Brazilian look, but in a way that people can look and say, oh, this is so cool. And I think they can do that. Yeah. Right? Because I, I understand. I understand that we teachers or we uh, passionate people about Zook when we want to, when it's our demo time. We want to dance, we want to show what it is, what it's about. We want to show all the nice stuff and then make the, per the other people feel these nice things that we feel when we dance. But they are not dancing people, you know? So they are just going to feel like, this is beautiful. This is super beautiful. When you dance, it's magical. But it's not for me. 
it's not for me. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna dance this other dance there because it's more you know it's quiet, it's simple. Because you show the good stuff, the nice stuff, but they are not ready for that because they are, they are not a dance addict yet. Yeah. So you need to bring this accessibility in a way that they feel that you did what they also did in the class, but in a much nicer way, of course. Then they see like the challenge we were saying for the, the, the crowd before. The challenge is, is different. Now, if they are able to do what they just did, but in a much nicer way, look good, just flow from one movement to the other, it's already a plus. They already feel like dancers, you know? And that's gonna be the stimulus for them to keep going. But if it shows something too difficult, too high, they're gonna get scared. They're gonna fall in love, but they're gonna get scared to try themselves. So guys, basically, those are the aspects that we take into consideration when preparing a class to introduce Brazilians to a crowd that is already familiar with social dancing and with a crowd that is not familiar with dancing at all. So take those aspects into consideration and good luck. And we hope you recruit a lot of new Zookers yeah, the next time you give a tryout class. Yeah, and of course, guys, um, as we said one more time, we repeat that. There are many different ways, okay? So we just made it simple between these two crowds. But also let us know in the comments, like uh, what, uh, if you have done already trial classes, how you've done it, how uh, the times that it worked, the times that didn't work, and how was the crowd, why it didn't work, you know, like, and why the other one worked. So we can all share some experience and we can all learn from each other. Yeah. And it's going to help the whole community. Let okay. us know let us your know. experience as well in those situations. Yeah. So we're going to give some general tips now. That is good to have in mind for both scenarios, right? Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're teaching people who already dance or if you are just introducing Brazilian Zook for people who have never danced before. Those things are really important for you to have in mind and try to put in practice every time you have a chance, right? So first thing, it's always good that if you have assistants or at least more experienced dancers from your community to join that class. They are gonna keep the energy higher. They are gonna uh, help you uh, to also like give attention to those people and make them have a better experience because they're gonna be able to dance with someone that can like uh, you know guide them a little bit and yeah. uh, give them some personal uh, attention there at the moment and also they're gonna see people who are uh, like them let's say for example we are Brazilians right it's good when we have Finnish people in class here who are ready dance, who are ready advanced dancers or who are our assistants because it also breaks that barrier that, ah, okay, they dance like this because they are Brazilian, right? Yeah. We also take this out of the way. If you are teaching people from your own nationality, great. We yeah, are yeah. going to look from the other perspective that they are going to have the chance to feel the community better because you're gonna have already some people who are inserted in the community there to give them yeah. that, that flavor and increase the energy of the class as well as uh, be able to give some personal feedback, have that, those people to understand a little bit faster what's going on while they dance together. It's important as well that before the class starts, you introduce those assistants because then the crowd knows that those people are like your your uh, your team or your assistants or they are people that may help them during the class otherwise they may also take your assistance wrong because like they are dancing together your assistant try to help 
and then they feel like wow who is this person that trying to yeah. teach me like during during the class while the teacher is there you know like so they can get annoyed by the team instead of helped by the team so introduce those people you know let let the crowd know that they are there to be like kind of copies of you to reach everyone while you are teaching because you, you cannot go to everyone but as they are among the crowd they can help you like with a lot of tips a lot of things a lot of small things to help the the, the crowd and of course that those people getting those help it's straight to them they're gonna be super happy with this you know but they need to know that they are the qualified ones doing this otherwise they may take like who is this person the guy's the guy he's trying to teach me all the time all these girls all the time saying that I'm doing this or that you know so you cannot bring this discomfort to the crowd this is something that you need to manage so you don't bring this thing and then remember I said we were talking about like product so we have an order, someone orders something, and then you're gonna deliver that product. So we are talking about Zook now. Zook is the product that you want people to buy. You are selling the idea to the new crowd why they should start consuming that dance instead or also that dance instead of another, something like this, you know? So this is good that you, you, you start always thinking a little bit about it because always when you are introducing Zook to someone, you are selling and you are selling an idea of doing the uh, doing Zook plus the other dance or maybe doing Zook instead of other dance because the person can, do, can take only one. But it, it, this product has to have, um, um, how can I say this? Um, branding. A branding, yeah. A, a face, you know, like for a presentation you know so then it's very important that you dress accordingly you know so every time you are giving a class a tryout class you are the new product coming so then you go for a crowd that everybody is dressed up because it's a company you know uh, end of year party or something like this and everybody's dressed everybody's good you need to of course you don't you have to dance in uh, dress in a way that you can move but you need to take care. You cannot just go with a sleeveless shirt, you know, like barefoot, Bermudas, among a lot of people with suits and everything because it's going to feel weird, you know? Yeah, guys, make sure to look professional. So you are there representing something. You're that... representing that. Yeah. Exactly. So you are the face of that product, let's say, as Freddie was saying, right? So people really have to uh, be interested in buying that idea or that product and... We know that we live in a world, as much as you can think that it's right or wrong, but it doesn't really matter. We live in a world that they, what is go, people are going to look first. So yes. first you are seen, then you are heard, right? So people have to look and already have a very good first impression from you. So this is going to come from how you're presenting yourself. So your personal branding as an instructor is as important as the quality of your class right and uh, the quality of the product that you're offering as well so make sure to take this into consideration okay so the last one uh just before let me just uh reply here to uh michael because he added oh, yeah. something that is interesting so as uh, as important as um to introduce your assistance to people it is important also of course that you brief your assistance well uh, um accordingly yeah. 
and what is their um, role yeah. in that class. What they are right. doing there, yeah. what they're going to be doing, that they're going to be That's making, right. uh, helping people, everything. So the crowd needs to know who are they and what they're doing in this. Yeah. So uh, last but not least, guys, make sure that you have a balance of time in this class, right? So you deliver the information. Uh, and again, always starts with the basics, guys. Yeah. Even if it's for people who already dance, uh, we go through the basics. Of course, for a crowd that already dances, we have a faster pace and yeah. we can put a little bit of spices in those basics. But always start with the basic kit. Something in the basic kit yeah. that people will, will be able to use there. The right? foundation is rich enough to do a lot of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And have this balance between... Um, the time that you're gonna give, deliver the information and the time for them to experience that then so how how much time they're gonna try with the music they're gonna try with the partners they're gonna try following your instructions and then they're also yeah. gonna try doing by themselves it's hard for us to say like how much time you give to each section because as i said there are tryout classes of 30 minutes 45 minutes 15 minutes one hour one and a half hour so it really depends on the class and the time you're gonna have but just just balance this a little bit because they will they want to get the instruction they want to try those instructions with you you know while you're doing together with them so they feel the timing they feel how it's done they see the example they see everything but then it's important that then they try themselves alone because that's the moment that they will have fun they will make mistakes they will struggle they will make jokes the, the whole fun thing start that and that's why they are there for you know so it's just balance plan ahead a little bit because then with the plan you can change the plan if needed but there is a plan to work on you know? yes guys so with those tips we're gonna wrap up for today uh let us know your experiences in the comment or if you have any further questions related to this topic leave it in the comments if you have a friend that is going to benefit from these tips you can share the live with them if you are on youtube and you are not part of our group yet go there on facebook zook methodology by fna if you are on facebook also follow our youtube channel freddy and andresa we have a lot of dance videos there and other stuff as well like vlog vlogs of our tri trips and things like that okay yeah, all the the links are in the description below you can also uh um enrich this conversation you know bringing all the other aspects that we didn't say because this is a very big uh topic so we can we have so many different situations that so anybody that can that comes here to see and get some information they can also benefit from the comments yeah if okay. you found it useful uh hit the like button and give it some love and also you can suggest the topics of our next methodology mondays uh, in the comments, in the group, or on YouTube. All right. Okay, guys. So stay well, take care, guys, and we see you in the next Methodology Mondays. Have a great week, guys. See you. Bye-bye.